What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. I am so truly excited to be here with you all today, and thank you for joining me. Just so much going on in the life and business of Marla Tabaka, growing my brand, creating new websites, new products, new coaching programs. It's just really, really exciting. And, you know, sometimes when you're in the crux of of doing, of creating so much change, your negative tendencies because of the stress, your negative thought, your thinking process and tendencies might come out a little more than they do normally. And I noticed that a, a couple of weeks ago when I was in the middle of preparing some products for an event that I'm going to participate in soon. And the products were different and and by products, I mean um, audio downloads and workbooks that people can use to to succeed in something or to learn something. And these products were just a little bit different than anything I've ever created before. And so not only did I have a really strict timeline uh, deadline, but I, I also had that intimidation factor. Oh, gosh, is it going to be good enough? Is it going to be on time? Is it going to be what they want? Is it going to be as good as everyone else's who's participating in this event? And it made me think of, you know, my thing is mindset, obviously. It, it just reminded me how toxic thinking can slow you down. And so I came up with this article for Inc. and I'm expanding on it today. Seven thoughts that make failure inevitable. I mean, if you think like this, then you're just not going to succeed. And boy, I had to keep telling myself that over the last month or so. Oh gosh, even two months because I've just had so many new things going on, exciting things, but new things. And you have to believe not only in your vision, but also in yourself. Now, that sounds easy enough, but it gets really complicated when self-doubt and toxic thinking uh, start to creep in and sometimes take over entirely. You can just really stop yourself from achieving the things that are important to your success and happiness quite easily. You know, it's easy to fall into negative thinking that may sabotage your success when you're under this kind of stress. And quite honestly, um, when you're in a place that you consider uh, being in failure or not getting what you want out of life, these thoughts become more than just a nuisance. These negative thoughts can create an impenetrable roadblock between you and your dream of success. 
And, you know, when you're in a good place, maybe, maybe you can't understand how you ever thought like that or how others think like that. But trust me, a lot of people out there, if, if you're like this, just know you're not alone. A lot of people out there have that inner saboteur and it, it just stays with them because things don't appear to get better. And, and that's my contention is that things don't get better because these thoughts are going around and around in your head. And how can you succeed? when you have toxic thoughts going on. That inner saboteur is created within you over a lifetime. Recognizing your tendencies and getting help to shift these habits and the way you think is really, really, really critical to your success, your health and your happiness, your relationships, is everything. Everything you are starts in your head, starts with the way you think. So I like the way an article from the Stanford School of Business describes the different types of inner saboteurs. So I, I've got those here and I, I want to tell you what they are. They are not in my article over at Inc. So you have to kind of pay attention here. But certainly if you want this list, just contact me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com and I'd be happy to shoot that right over to you via email. No problem. But do any of these inner saboteurs, these descriptions, uh, and it may be more than one describe you. Yeah, it can be more than one and different different little voices come up at different times. So listen to that. This there's the judge. Okay. The judge is someone who focuses on negative within themselves, others, and circumstances, just focuses on the negative. And and here they created a little column called the lie. This is just so not true. But here's what it says. Unless I constantly point to what's wrong, nothing will improve. Uh, Do you know anybody like that? I have a friend like that, um, an acquaintance, I should say. We're not close. But um, where she always looks for the bad side of things and always predicts what's going to happen. And uh, it's always highly negative. And her excuse for this is, well, if I don't do that, then I'm letting myself in for a lot of disappointment when these bad things happen. Now, does that make any sense? Like, really? Does it make any sense? It doesn't make any sense, right? Doesn't? No. Okay. So the saboteur, the judge, focuses on the negative in self and others and in circumstances. The controller needs to always control and dominate And the thought behind that, the lie, is controlling always ensures the best outcome. This is a huge one for entrepreneurs. Huge, huge, huge. They don't delegate well, especially newer entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who have solo practices and are growing and bringing on employees or contractors. Nobody can do it as good as I can, right? You know that one, don't you? Another saboteur is the stickler. It's a need for order and perfection taken way too far. And the lie or the thought that goes along with that is perfectionism is always the preferred way. Well, you can just perfect yourself right into a corner that gets you nowhere for a lifetime. And that is one of the biggest forms of procrastination I see in entrepreneurs wanting it absolutely perfect. And they either drive themselves into a nervous breakdown or straight into failure or both because nothing ever gets done. The avoider. This one avoids difficult or unpleasant tasks and conflicts, and they really 
really procrastinate. Now, I'm going to admit out loud that I can fall into that. When something's new to me, if it's intimidating me or I I don't think I can do it well enough, I'm not a perfectionist, but there is a well enough threshold for me, then, boy, I tend to just go off and do other things. And I'm really conscious of it, and I, I really work at it, and it does take some conscious action to stop yourself from doing any of these So here's what the avoider tells themselves, and and it's a big fat old lie. I'm just being positive. No good comes out of dealing with conflict. Okay. Um, And so that's the avoider who really, really hates conflict. And, And I feel there's another type of avoider, and that is somebody who just doesn't like doing things that are new to them or difficult to them. And, and that's where I fall in. So then there's the restless saboteur. There's a constant need for busyness, staying really busy. Someone like this is rarely at peace with current activity. And boy, do I run into a lot of people like this. And you know, many, many years ago, I used to be like that. I had some big stuff going in my, going on in my life. My, my husband passed away, leaving me with eight-year-old twin girls and a stepdaughter and a stepmother who couldn't care for herself and, you know, a, a demanding full-time career. And I just couldn't be with myself, if you know what I mean. So I was always busy. And boy, I'm not like that at all anymore. I really worked hard to change this. Um, this person tells himself this big fat lie. This is the way to accomplish and experience the most. No, you're not. You're just avoiding. Okay. You're just being restless. You don't want to be with yourself in your own head. And so you get out there and you do all these crazy nutty things to stay busy. One of mine was building a 1200 gallon, four foot deep pond in my backyard with a shovel. (laughs) It was crazy. Okay. But I love that pond today. So now we have a Really, really interesting one. And I see this a lot too in a certain personality type. It's the pleaser, constantly helping, pleasing or rescuing others, hoping to be liked or needed or feel important. And the lie they tell themselves is, well, I do this to help and expect nothing in return. Aren't I grand? Now, they don't typically have a big ego at all, uh, but there's a need in there, a need to be liked, a need to be needed. And boy, it, it can just stop you from taking care of yourself, from putting yourself first, from doing all sorts of things that are so important. Here's one that is really difficult to deal with for certain personality types like mine, and that is the victim. Continuous focus on painful and deflating emotions. And these guys think that it's the best way to attract attention and affection. Oh, woe is I. This happened to me. Woe am I. This happened to me. Poor me. Come feel sorry for me. You know, it's not a pleasant personality type to be around. Um, and, and it certainly doesn't get you anywhere in life because what happens, you keep attracting situations that will put you in that, that victim place, right? Because that's how you know how to get what you want most and there's affection and exception and attention, um, acceptance rather and attention. So really watch for that one. Here's this saboteur called the hyper-rational. It's an over-application of the rational function in dealing with people. We're going to stay away from those emotions um, because here's the lie they tell themselves. Emotions are useless distractions. 
greatest leader strength is logic, not emotion. Well, we know that that's not true, right? We know that it takes a high emotional intelligence to be a an amazing leader. I've got two more for you. These are really interesting too. We're going to go into a break and then when we come back, we're going to talk about seven toxic thoughts that are, are just really going to hold you from success and, you know, a little, a few tips on how you can stop it, how you can stop thinking like that and, and what you can do to get yourself into a really positive place because that's where you need to be to be successful and healthy and happy and to be in great relationships. Nobody wants to hang out with a, a downer all, the, all of the time. I would love to hear from you. My website is marlatabaka.com and you can reach me through that site. My number and my email are on there. We'll see you in a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, Everything You Want to Know But Didn't Know What to Ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, And yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to The Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And so we have been going through the list of saboteur types. And again, I got this information from an article at, uh, written at the Stanford School of Business. And we're at the hypers right now. There are three hyper saboteurs, hyper rational, which we just explained. Uh, I just explained hyper vigilant, uh, continuous, intense anxiety about dangers and what could go wrong. Now, the lie that these hypervigilant folks tell themselves is the best way to protect themselves and others is through this hypervigilance that you can somehow control that outcome or at least prepare yourself and others for the negative stuff that's around the pike. And you can see the flawed thinking in that one, right? Here's the hyperachiever. This is the last one. The hyperachiever. Narrow focus on achievement to the detriment of relationships, balance, and perspective. And they tell themselves that greatness comes from achievement at all costs. Again, this kind of piggybacks on that victim personality, too. And and so, you know, I don't like to put the message out there that, that success is hard. Happiness is hard. Relationships are hard. Oh, baloney, you know, yeah, you can have busier times, you can have some stress in your life, but I don't think that anything you feel really good about, really positive about, um, really confident about has to be hard. I mean, my goodness, I I went through the loss of my, my mother last year, and while that was painful, I have to tell you, I looked for all of the positive things that could come out of it. And I looked for the opportunities to achieve some self-growth. And hard is not a label I would put on even that. It was challenging. It was an opportunity for growth. It was painful. Of course, it was a death of someone who, you know, my best friend, but hard. Mm. So don't, don't go subscribing to that that belief system that success is hard. It doesn't have to be hard. If you love it, you believe in yourself, you keep a positive attitude, let go of that word. Let that four-letter word out of your vocabulary. So if you recognize any of these, then you know that you've got some work to do. And if you tend to think Maybe, I don't know, I'm just guessing, but gosh, I think that if you have two or three of these thought patterns that you really want to reach out, or if any one of them is so huge that you find it just keeps you from being positive, you're really going to want to reach out for some some help. And uh, most likely one or the other of these is going to chime in unhelpfully in your head. But if it feels like a constant companion, yeah, you're going to want to reach out. And there are ways to change your perspective. And, of course, the first stage in this is to recognize and name those negative voices in your head like we did above. And the second is to consciously argue yourself into a more positive frame of mind. And, of course, an awesome coach will help you through this. And this is the kind of stuff I just love to do with people because the change is just so dramatic. It's so remarkable when people get out of their head with these saboteurs or these gremlins or this negative thought of a line of thinking because these things come from somewhere. And, and it just means that you got some work to do about cleaning up some of your belief systems, your perspective, that writing on your wall, as we call it. So let's move on to some examples of 
these beliefs that I'm talking about, these toxic beliefs and other toxic thoughts. And I see this a lot in my clients. And I'm telling you, once we change these thoughts into something more uplifting and positive, we see, see such huge shifts in their lives and businesses. So see if you identify with any of these. Now, this first one I talked about a little bit already, and, and that is this is really, really, really hard. That is just something I don't like to hear people say. You know, sure, it can be difficult and challenging to run a business, but focusing on the impossibility of it all and how hard it all is will only get you into trouble. I mean, who wants to go through life feeling like everything is hard or the things worth having are are really hard? Nobody. And so what's going to happen? You're going to start shutting down. If you believe that everything is painfully difficult, that's exactly how it's going to be for you. When your brain becomes so preoccupied with the stress and anticipation of an impossible challenge, really hard time, who looks forward to that? You can't think clearly or allow allow your ingenuity and creativity to surface. It's just not going to happen. Creativity needs, you know, some probably less of a framework, I would say. It just, it needs to be able to work in an environment without restrictions, and these Toxic ways of thinking are so restrictive, so restricted. Now, I want to remind you that um, I do have notes on what we're talking about here uh, over at Inc. Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. And uh, if you go to my author's page, you'll see uh, the second article down as of today. Anyway, the second article down. But um, just look for that that uh, article Seven Thoughts That Make Failure Inevitable. And you can also search that on the site. And this week's article, I love it. I love it. It's 35 daring quotes to inspire determination and success. And they are just some of my very favorite, um, I love me quotes. I believe in myself quotes. They're they're just fantastic. So head on over and check those out. So we're talking about this first toxic belief and, um, of, of being that everything is just really, really, really hard. So what you want to do is place more emphasis on the things that you don't find difficult, even if they seem insignificant, because trust me, they're not. Entrepreneurs, myself included, tend to think that what we do is just common sense and anybody can do it. But that's so not true. Recognize every achievement, no matter how small you think it is, and your life won't seem so hard. Start creating sort of a checklist, if you will, of the things that you achieve every day and the little things, even if they're little things that that you engage in and enjoy. Life doesn't have to be hard. Focus on the pleasantries. Focus on the parts of of what you're doing that feel really good to you. And stop anticipating that everything that comes around the bend is going to be hard. Again, if this is an ingrained way of thinking, you're going to need some help. So you know that I use the emotional freedom techniques, also known as EFT tapping, which is fantastic and amazing for for creating new perspective and letting go of old ways of thinking. So number two is this is just a waste of time. Oh my gosh. A, um, I'm going to be vulnerable here. A a fellow coach once offered me the opportunity to be featured in her series with interviews with uh, uh, thought leaders. 
But this thought leader here, this one me, immediately took on the belief that it would be a waste of my time. A lot of work is involved in preparing everything that goes into these kinds of events. I mean, you have to have bonus prizes. You have to have, of course, your speech. You have to have, you know, just all sorts of things, newsletters ready to go and social media ready to go. There's a lot to it. And and I was just doing so much and I felt overwhelmed at preparing all of this for an event where, you know, there are never a guaranteed number of listeners. There's never any guarantee of of gaining clients or anything. But, you know, I stepped back and persuaded myself to, to look at the big picture. I didn't give her an answer right away because my, my initial instinct to, was to say, you know, that's just great. Good for you. I'm proud of you for doing this. It sounds wonderful, but I don't want to have anything to do with it. There's nothing in it for me. But there really was a world of possibilities in this opportunity, including and most significantly the chance to make a difference, the chance to help somebody. And as soon as you lose sight of that, boy, you know, it's just not a good thing. And so if something feels like a waste of time, you know, it may, may very well be. However, don't always go with your immediate impulse. Take the time to see the big picture and ask if, uh, you know, if something's going on that, that would be beneficial to you. All right, number three, things never go my way. Who is that saboteur? That's that victim. That's that victim saboteur. And, and you know, there are things in the life of an entrepreneur, well, I assume in anyone's life, but especially an entrepreneur, we open ourselves and we just become so vulnerable to disappointments and, and such. Uh, failed partnerships, difficult employees, difficult employees who, who go as far as stealing. I mean, I see this. I see it all the time. They steal client lists and, and money and all sorts of things. It happens. And shipments that don't come in on time and vendors and clients who just don't get it. There's just so much that can go wrong. Now, as a business owner, you open yourself up to every one of these possibilities. However, if you believe that it's always someone else's fault, hello, you would be wrong because it's not. It's easy to place the blame everywhere except with yourself. And, And I don't even like that word blame, responsibility. It's a lot better to accept your part of the responsibility in any situation gone wrong and you can learn from it and and you can actually prevent a lot of this from happening again. Okay, so placing blame only fuels anger, disappointment and that victim saboteur mentality. You can't control every person or circumstance, but you can control your own thoughts and actions. Accepting responsibility puts you right back in the driver's seat uh, to some extent because we're not all in control, right? But it puts you back in that driver's seat where you belong so that you can take the turns and, and curves and take the bumps and everything that comes along with being an entrepreneur and, and make wise decisions and informed decisions. So get away from that thought, never do things go my way. So when we come back from this break, I'm going to talk about this biggie because it really is. It's oh, it's just such a pervasive thought. I don't have enough money to do that. I can't afford to do that. Well, you know what? Maybe you can. 
Maybe that thought is just keeping you from looking at the bigger picture and from working on attracting or manifesting or whatever words you like to use different circumstances into your life. The more you tell yourself that you're broke, the more broke you're going to be. So we're going to come back and talk about that as soon as this break is wrapped up. This is Marla Tabaka, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. The Woohoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And so we're looking at these sabotaging and limiting and toxic thoughts that that go on in a lot of people's heads, my own included sometimes. And I think one of the most important thing about delivering messages like this, for me anyway, is to let people out there know that they're not alone because I get a lot of entrepreneurs who come to me for coaching. A lot of people, even if they're not entrepreneurs, uh, come to me for maybe life coaching. And, you know, one 
one of the most reassuring things that they seem to hear and respond to is that they're not the only person on this planet who is going through this and who has thoughts like this or who does things like this. And uh, with entrepreneurs, a big one is to know that they're not the only one who is running at a deficit or um, not taking home a paycheck. And once they hear that, it just seems to shift something. So that's why I think getting these messages out there through, you know, this platform on Toginet, my ink columns and my coaching is just so important. So I hope that you're hearing something today to help you to feel good about yourself and to give you, if you need it, to give you some hope that things can change and that maybe there more of this is within your control than you think. And that's a biggie. We don't want to be controlling and we don't we can't necessarily think that we're in control of everything, but we can certainly be in the driver's seats of our own life. And when you have thoughts like this, this is what you're giving up. You're giving up being in that driver's seat and you're like in the back seat feeling nervous and without a seatbelt or anything, you know, without an airbag. So you don't want to do that. So number four is, as I said, I don't have enough money to do that. This kind of mentality of lack, that's what it is. It's a mentality of lack will only serve to keep you exactly where you're at. Broken, stuck, broke, poor, stuck, whatever, frustrated, wherever you are. Don't think that way. Instead of I can't afford it or I don't have the money, um, try, try things like what other means do I have to get this done? What can I focus on that I can do? Where can I go right now with this and and kind of break it into phases and, and get it done over time? Or how can I save some money? Or what other resources do I have? And, you know, close-end thoughts tell the brain that it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to, like, be flexible and pliable. It doesn't have to stretch any further to see other options and solutions. It sends it sends a message to the brain when you say, I don't have enough money, close the door. It says, okay, brain, don't, don't let anything else in. Don't let opportunities come along. You've heard me talk about that reticular activating system at the base of the brain that shuts out things that you don't want or need to be aware of. Okay. Well, if you're telling the brain and your subconscious mind that you're broke, that you're poor, that you're stuck, then no other opportunities are going to come in for that to change. Okay. So you have to think in abundant terms. Okay. I don't, let, let's just say, um, oh, a website, because that's a great example from my own life. Uh, let's just say you need a more robust, more up-to-date website. Okay. That can be kind of expensive nowadays. Well, it can, always has been expensive. And so you might be thinking, there's no way I have the thousands of dollars to put up a new site. So cut it out and think about a few different things. What can I do to my current site to enhance it? Can I start blogging more and driving more of my traffic there and through that to my sales pages? Um, you know, what can I create something on Facebook that will work harder than my website is working for me? There are so many options. And I was in this situation once where I had a really, really old, out of date website. Uh, which I do again, but I'm getting that fixed now and, and putting up a new site soon, which I'm excited about. But um, back then, I I absolutely really didn't have the money to to put out the money for a website. And 
And so I didn't let that get me down. Instead, I said to myself, okay, but you're going to attract an opportunity to get a free website. You are, or to to find a way to pay for this website that uh, is manageable to you. And I just really held that thought close to myself. And, you know, it was maybe a few months later, I had this woman approach me. Now, I wasn't even thinking about my website, but I had this woman approach me and she really, really, really wanted coaching. And she had a couple different things going on in her business and um, she needed coaching. And I really just liked her. I liked her a lot, but she had this lack mentality and told herself that she couldn't afford coaching. But I really, really wanted to help her. Well, I don't do pro bono coaching anymore because I find that when people don't work for something or pay for something, they just don't work harder to make things. They don't work hard to make things happen. It's just been what I've seen. And again, that can be a limiting thought on my end, but I don't do free coaching. And so this woman, it ends up, we, we talked a second time because I just really wanted to find a way to help, to help her, but I didn't know what it would be. It ends up that she designs websites. And so we came up with this wonderful barter that, you know, her website would cost X amount, X amount. And so that's the amount of coaching I'm going to do for you. And it turned into just a wonderful relationship. And I got a website I loved at the time. And, and she got her business off the ground and got rid of her toxic thinking. And it was wonderful. So you may not have something to exchange like that, but you know, there are other things that you can do and other ways that you can attract ways to get things done. So stop telling yourself that you don't have enough money. Stop thinking in lack and um, don't don't see it as lack. Just look for another path. Look for another way and believe in yourself. Number five is, and you get to fill in the blank here because I think everybody has this to some degree with something in their life. So I am not blank enough, smart enough, important enough, um, energetic enough, whatever, beautiful enough, thin enough, whatever it is. I'm not blank enough. Cut it out. Cut it out. If you put limits on yourself, your body and mind will deliver exactly what you expect. You know, one of the best mantras I ever picked up was when I wanted to lose weight. Um, I said, my ideal weight is blank, and that's exactly what I weigh. So fill in the blank. What's your ideal weight? Your ideal weight is 140 pounds, and that's exactly what you weigh, whatever it is. Okay? Yeah, I'll tell you what. It was the more I said that to myself throughout the day, the more healthy my food choices are. I found my cho- myself walking up the stairs more often instead of the escalator, the elevator. I found myself not bringing up a pitcher of water to my office, but just bringing up a glass. So I had to keep going downstairs. You know, I found myself changing habits and I, the weight just came off. It was really remarkable. So Thinking differently will help you to be enough of whatever you need to be. There's a difference between recognizing your strengths and weaknesses and placing limits on yourself, okay? You may not be an artist, for instance, but that doesn't mean you aren't creative, okay? So maybe you aren't artistic with a paint and and canvas or charcoal and paper, but you may be more more creative, really creative in another sense. If you don't possess a certain skill or talent, 
don't interpret it as a weakness because no one can do everything. And as an entrepreneur, it's especially important for you to remember this. If you don't have the technical savvy to build your own website, well, cut it out, okay? Cut it out. You can find somebody and you can get these things done for little or no cost. I promise you, just open up your mind, start watching for those opportunities, get your subconscious really involved on an emotional level in a good sense. I can't wait to have that new website. That new website is here. It's now. And you'll be amazed at what the reticular activating system will allow through its filter for you to see new opportunities. You will be absolutely amazed. So remember, outsource things, find people to help, hire interns. Please pay your intern, even if it's just a bonus of $150 at, you know, near the end, or even if it's just, you know, 10 or $20 a day, pay your intern something, even if they get school credit for it. Um, but that's off topic. But yeah, interns are an amazing way to get things done. And and read a book if it's something you, you think you can learn more about and you're interested in. But there's always a way to be enough. All right. This next one coming up is, oh my gosh, it's like... It's like the flu. It's so rampant. I I swear to goodness, 80% of entrepreneurs think this way. And it just drives me buggy, absolutely buggy. Number six is, oh, I wonder if I should make you wait until after break. But hmm, we still have two minutes. All right, we'll do it. We'll start it. There's never enough time. Cut it out. Cut that out. Stop lying to yourself because there is enough time. This is a big problem for entrepreneurs who either think they can do it all or don't manage their time well. So I'm telling you right now, if you think there's not enough time, then you're doing something wrong, okay? Or you're doing something in, I shouldn't say wrong because that's that's placing a label on it, but, but you're doing things ineffectively. You have expectations of yourself that are unhealthy and unrealistic. Um, you are avoiding something and procrastinating. I can promise you, if you don't think there's enough time, there's something going on that can change and make you a better person and make your business more successful. So when we come back, we're going to We're going to talk more about this there's never enough time syndrome and see if we can't kind of reformulate that thought in your head a little bit because there's time. You have time and you can make more time by doing certain things. And I'm going to tell you what those are when we come back from this break. So don't forget to go over to Inc.com and check out this article as well as those quotes I put up. And I sure hope you find them them helpful because they're just, I don't know, they're just so inspiring. And I love to hear from you. And uh, you can reach me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. Or just go to my website and fill out the contact form. If you're an entrepreneur or somebody who's struggling with mindset issues, doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, I'd really like to hear from you because I can probably help you quite a bit. We'll see you back here in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. 
It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in every Monday night during the debut episode of Paranoia Texas at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. And you will get a chance to win some very cool prizes from McDonald's, Walmart, Geek World, Red Petal Salon, and so much more. All you have to do is listen for the cue, and when you hear this music, call in. That's every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and win those cool prizes. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Mondays at noon central, Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Vilasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine, and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here on the Million Dollar Mindset talking about seven toxic thoughts or ways of thinking that just, I mean, they're going to make failure inevitable, especially if you have a combination of, of uh, several of these or, or more of them or all of them. And a lot of people do. A lot of people do have all of these going on for them. Well, not for them, against them. So, so, so far we've gone through, this is really, really hard. Stop thinking life is hard. This is just a waste of time. 
you know, let yourself take a minute or two or a day or two or a week or two or whatever you need to make your decisions and make sure that you're looking at the full picture from a bird's eye view. 500 feet or more, okay? (laughs) Things never go my way. Stop that victimhood, that saboteur voice inside of you. I don't have enough money to do that. That lack uh, mentality is just, uh, it's, it's going to keep you right where you are, stuck and broke. I'm not blank enough. Fill in the blank. See how many you come up with. I'm not blank enough. Let's see what we can do to get those changed. And this one is, I think, just one of my favorites. There's just never enough time. And again, if, if you embrace this thought, you a lot of people who have this like to be perceived as really, really, really busy which makes them feel something. Sometimes it's important. Sometimes it's really smart. Sometimes, you know, gosh, there are just a number, a number of things that uh, people attach to this. Somebody who can deliver, somebody who can please a hundred percent, somebody who wants to give everybody everything they want of themselves. Um, So, so this, there's just a real problem with thinking like this and entrepreneurs fall into this, boy, all the time. Guess what? If you think there's not enough time, you know what? You have the same 24 hours a day that everyone else has. And 24 hours is plenty of your of time. And you've got to treat your body well and your brain well. And you've got to take care of them so that you continue to have many more 24-hour days. If, if you believe there's not enough time in the week, then you either have the tendency to create unrealistic expectations Um, you want to be a perfectionist. You want everything to be just perfect and you want to please other people. You don't trust other people to help you. Nobody can do it like you can, or you just plain out stink at time management. So this is one that you're going to probably need this one. I'll say, um, you're probably going to need a coach to figure this out with you. Uh, because this is a big one. This is a deeply ingrained one that goes far beyond there's not enough time. Most often, not always, not always, but I have a lot of entrepreneurs who come to me with this attitude and they've got something far deeper going on. If you want to try shifting yourself before you reach out to me or another really qualified coach, somebody who's successful in helping people transition through these negative thoughts, then, you know, take up and, and this may feel strange to you, but but take up a mindfulness practice because a mindfulness practice, embracing things like meditation and being present and walking um, and not competing and keeping your exercise going too and eating healthily, doing things that will take care of yourself. Remember, you've got to put yourself first. Um, and we talked about that in the mommy guilt segment a couple of weeks ago. Um, you got to put yourself first and, and remember this mindfulness practice is going to help you, uh, get rid of this attitude. And the nice thing is when you get rid of this belief, you're going to find that you have more time. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have a better attitude. Things won't seem as hard. You won't feel like the victim. My gosh, it just causes this wonderful, wonderful blossoming in your life and this wonderful change that I can't even express enough. So, so watch out if you find yourself now, now occasionally, I'm not saying you never run it up against time, uh, factors in your life and your business. Absolutely. We have deadlines that are hard to 
to uh, to me to things like that. This is more like if you have that belief. Remember, I said there's never enough time. That's what I'm talking about. Not the I'm involved in a special project and I just don't seem to have enough time kind of stuff. It's there's never enough time. Number seven, our last one here, and and boy, I could probably think of a dozen more, but um, you know, these are the big ones that really pop out at me when when I bring on clients and when I get to know my clients. And uh, number seven is I hate managing people. All right, this one's for entrepreneurs. Well, there are at least three things wrong with this thought. And here we go. Think about it. If you hate managing people, your business is never going to grow because you're not going to hire people or you're going to bring people on and you're going to chase them away with your attitude or 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 the list can go on and on and on and on. So that's number one. You hate managing people, you're going to be stuck with a small business. If that's what you want, if you want to be a solo practitioner or solopreneur, that's fantastic, but you're still going to need help. That doesn't mean you do it alone. Okay, number two, three things wrong with this and probably a lot more. If you really understood the role of an entrepreneur, you'd know that there will eventually be a middle person, at least one middle person between you and the rest of your team. You won't always be in charge of HR. You won't always have to manage a lot of people. Now, of course, you're going to have to still manage those those middle people, those managers, but hopefully they're really, they've done this job before and they're just really good at their job and so they'll take very little management. You could do anything if you know it's not forever. So if you have to manage a team for now until your company scales to a certain point and then you start promoting people or bringing on other people to manage um, your teams, multiple teams, or even the one team, um, you know, interview, make sure you've got the right person in there. And boy, that's a whole nother topic that I could go on and on forever about. And uh, you'll find that you won't have to manage a lot of people anymore. And it will be, feel lovely to you and your business will start working um, within systems and processes that work. Now, number three is if you hate managing people, you probably have issues with communication or you don't know how to communicate with others. Remember, we all have personalities and we all have learning styles and we all have belief systems. And you've got to be able, as a good leader, exceptional leaders do this. Every exceptional leader does this. You can't be an exceptional leader nowadays without this. And I'm so thankful that we have finally come to realize this. Exceptional leaders are able to understand how other people think and come to them in the way they present things and the way they talk about things. I'll tell you, I've helped so many clients just by them spending two or three minutes telling me a little bit about an employee or um, someone they're going to pitch, a prospect or a partner or their husband or wife. And in that two or three minutes, I'll ask certain questions and I'll be able to really pinpoint you know, what's going on. Okay, does this person do this? And does this person like that? And ask those kinds of questions to find out how the person communicates. And if you go, for instance, um, you may be a director personality. And director personality is something who, someone who likes people to come to them with short sentences. You want people to come to you with um, not just problems, but potential solutions. 
you want your meetings to be uh, pretty quick. You want you don't use a lot of words to get the point across. If if you're a director, that's who you are. So imagine the pain, whether you're a director or one of the other personality types. Another one is a relator who wants to please people. And relators tend to go on and on. They want to make sure that the person feels the emotion that they're feeling and that they really appreciate what you're bringing to the table. And you want that other person to like you and to really see the value in you and to really need you. Okay. Imagine how much you're going to drive a director personality batty. It's going to be crazy. They're not going to want you to talk like that to them. So a good leader understands how others like to be spoken to and what makes others hear what you're saying. And it would be worth your time to find some good books, take some classes, talk to consultants, hire a coach who's familiar with that. Um, then, then it would, you know, it would really pay off in your business. Um, so, you know, I may have missed some of your more prevalent toxic lines of thought, but really they're kind of all the same. Okay. Any limiting belief will make you feel bad about yourself and or others. Okay. It's not a characteristic that successful entrepreneurs hold on to. Okay, so if you've got limiting beliefs, they don't feel good, either physically or stress-wise. You're going to have a lot of stress. You're going to feel it in your body. If you have a difficult time separating reality from a limiting belief, because limiting beliefs are lies, just pay attention to your body. Do you have excessive tension in your shoulders, discomfort in your stomach, a headache, heaviness in your heart? Um, do you notice that you're not breathing from your belly? These physical symptoms that are not associated with a health problem usually mean that those that inner saboteur in your head there is getting the best of you. So that's a time to slow down, back up, figure out what's going on, hire a coach, bring on a consultant, talk to your friends, whatever helps you. It's a time to pay attention. I hope that you found this show helpful. And again, you can visit me at inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco or my website at marlatobacco.com. I enjoy being with you each and every week here on TogiNet. So I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and